0: Hallelujah. Sit on top. Wait, before you sit, tell seven people. really how you praise him? I. Oh, the way you praise him. How you really praise him? Is that how you really? You. Anyway, sit on top of Hallelujah. I said what a privilege it is be in church Very rainy Saturday Thank God that we are in church. See man. God is gracious. Jeff. It's a blessing and a prayer. today, um, he has is is a bit under the weather. And um, but he told me that it's one of the everywhere I've heard him preach, or anybody has any out of the administration, one of the most anointed gifts that God has blessed our ministry with, and really want to. Spirited has given us and God's blessing, Amen.
1: Praise God today, and I really want to thank God for the privilege that I have to share
0: with you these few weeks. My 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 session. Will be. I also want to sit and be blessed by
1: Bishop, Bishop um, Ernest. Amen. And I believe that God is taking us to places. Somebody. all right. Um, yeah, the song is sung, um, beautiful one. Then, the, uh, before we ended, beautiful song. Jehovah Shammah. I see you everywhere
2: Blessed Redeemer Your glory fill the earth Everlasting Everlasting Father Father, The one who watches me I see my confidence In Jehovah Shammah Come on sing it everybody Jehovah Shammah I see you everywhere. everywhere Blessed Redeemer your glory fill the earth Everlasting Father The one who watches me I put my confidence In Jehovah Summer In Jehovah Summer I see you everywhere Blessed Redeemer Your glory fill the earth Everlasting Father The one who watches me Confidence in
1: Jehovah Shama. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter six. Last week I was sharing with you how life is like when God doesn't help you. And how life can turn out when God helps you. I pray the latter is real in your life. Say amen. How is life like? When God is not involved in your life. I don't know how you would like to live your life without God's involvement. I don't know how you would want to carry on. That is why Moses said that, Lord, if you don't go with me, I will not go. Isn't it amazing? If you don't go with me, I will not go. Because if God is not with you, it's a terrible thing. I'm telling you. If God is not involved in your life, if God is not with you, if God doesn't get along with you, life is not easy. I don't know whether you've been there before. When you feel that you are alone. Has anybody felt that before? You feel that where you stand, you are alone. Are you still in church? I'm preaching for a short time, so please stay alive. Amen. I mean, you can get to a place in your life where you feel the skies are dark and black and everyone is gone. All your friends and loved ones, they seem to left you something. Something, 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 something.
2: Yeah. Though your friends and loved ones know where to be found remember there's a friend named jesus who will wipe your tears away and if your heart is broken just lift your hands and say oh i know that i can make it i know that i can stay Away. my
1: life is in your so all, all, all i'm saying is that in life when you are left alone <laughs> are you still here when you are deserted when you are sidelined and when especially you don't feel god's involvement in your life your life is full of darkness yes you can commit suicide i'm telling you so i pray for every one of us here that we would always involve god in our lives in fact god wants to be involved in your life that is the truth of the matter the problem is that it is us who don't bring him along because god you see you need god god doesn't need you tell your neighbor you need god You are the one who needs God. God doesn't need you. Are you there? If God is using you and God decides to, it's not because God doesn't have anybody to use. You know, one of the greatest revelations of life is to discover that you are dispensable. Yes, you are dispensable. Without you, things will work. It is one of the most humbling experiences and revelation that you must live with all your life that the fact that you are being asked to do something or being used or being involved doesn't mean that without you it's not going to work I, I might talk to anybody here I don't think you're hearing me hold the neighbors here and say look did you hear what the man said I mean pull it hard. said did you, did you hear I mean, I say, I pull it and ask him, did you hear what the, did you, did you really, really, really hear? Did you hear what, did you, did, did you hear, did you hear what I said? The way you are, look, I see if you didn't hear what I said at all. Yeah. It is one of the most humbling places that you must get to. Say Amen. It's humbling to discover that without Ronaldo, the team can win. What a shock. It is humbling to discover that your involvement is just there. It's God's mercy for you. If God wants to show you mercy, He will ask you to do something for Him. Oh, you didn't hear this one too. I said, hold your uh, 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 Inspector, pull it. That. Did, you hear, did, you hear the man, did you hear what the man said? He said, if God wants to show you mercy, He will ask you to do something for Him. <laughs> hallelujah! I said, Hallelujah! Are you afraid of his ears? He cannot arrest you. We are in church. Say, Amen. It is the blessing and the privilege to be involved. I wish you would say, Amen. And God is on the side, waiting to be involved in your life. This is why. Let me read the scripture we read again: 2 Kings, chapter six. Verse 25 and uh, to 27. There was a great famine in Samaria. And the Bible says, And behold, they besieged it until it an us, ass's and head. Look, get a modern version, Chief Justice, Professor, Captain, Champion. Uh-huh, give us a uh-huh, new living translation. As a result, there was a great famine in the city. The siege lasted so long that a donkey's head sold for 80 pieces of silver, and a cup of dove's dung sold for 5 pieces of silver. One day, as the king of Israel was walking along the wall of the city, a woman called to him, Please help me, my lord, the king. He answered, if the Lord does not help you, what can I do? It's enough to end there. If the Lord does not help you, what can I do? Some of you are strategically certain by somebody this morning. <laughs> what a shock. Are you still in church? Are you still in church? If your neighbor blesses you from 200 cities, won't you be happy? Ask your neighbor, help me, help me small. I mean, tell your neighbor, I'm broke, I, truly, I'm broke. Oh. help me small. Hey, God said that the, the, the king said, If the Lord doesn't help you, if the Lord does not help you, what can I do? Hey. Hallelujah. God's involvement. God's inclusion in our lives. And today, I'm just going to give you one or two things, I mean, three, four things, why we often don't include God in our lives and don't involve him. And I'm going to show you how you can position yourself in the place of God's health. Say amen. Are you still in church? You see, so when Hannah, we read last week, Hannah came to church and, and, and uh, prayed to God and God blessed her and she began to tell her story in 1 Samuel chapter 2. He be, she began to sing her song and talk about how the Lord has brought low the lofty or the proud. Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. May rejoice in the salvation of the Lord. And he said, there's none holy as the Lord. There's none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. Talk no more. So exceedingly proud. You see, the problem is something. That our problem is pride. Sometimes we feel that your body is working well, all the organs are working well, all the tissues are working well, all the cells are working well. You do uh, you go? You do medical exams two times or three times a year, and you look very fit. But you see, don't speak proudly, because I've, when you stand under a mango tree. You don't only see brown leaves under the tree. You see green leaves as well. Am I talking to anybody here? So if you are sitting in church, you look well, you look healthy. It is the grace of God. I thought somebody would shout amen. Some of you saying amen is a, it's a problem. It's like, look, you are too diplomatic to say amen. Ask your neighbor, are you the one the man is talking to? Some of us, it's, you see, one of the greatest reasons why God steps aside is our pride. Can I continue preaching? One of the reasons why God steps aside is our pride. We tell, we tell ourselves, I'm good, I'm okay. When Nebuchadnezzar stood up and saw what he had built and he said, By my own power have I done all these things. He saw his houses. He saw his his, his family. He saw things working out. He saw the glamour and the beauty and the glory of all that he has done. And the Bible says that he told you, I have done this by myself. What a shock. When you sit in your car and you turn on the ignition and come on, it's the grace of God. When you wake up and you can breathe in and out, it's the grace of God. Am I talking to anybody here? Are you in church? You see, one of, the, um, one of the first reasons as I'm giving for pride is the basic. But the first reason why we, um, that shows that we don't involve... We are not saying we don't involve God, though, but we don't do it, really. We don't allow God to help us. One of the first things that shows that we don't involve God is when you don't pray. Yes. When you don't pray, it is a sign... It's a message to God that I don't want you in my life. I know why you're looking at me that way. I'm down your number. Pick the phone and answer the call right where you are. When you are, we wake up 5 a.m., 4.30, we are up, getting ready for work. Rush right to the bathroom, go here, get yourself ready. You put... Pancake on your face. You do your, you do your, all the things. You do your mouth. You do your ear. You do everything and so on. And then you're working. You're working. You're working. You're working. You're, working. you're sitting car, You're moving. You're moving. From to uh, Springtash Road. Not five minutes of prayer. You're looking at I'm talking to you right where you are. Are you still in church? It is an indication that God, stay aside. I am my own master. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. My name is Saki. I'm telling you this morning that when you are too busy to pray, you are pushing God out of your life. And life without God is a miserable life. I'm telling you. You may not see it now, but you 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 are putting yourself in the place of misery when you push God. You cannot have time to pray. 5, 10, 20 minutes, you don't have time. Your, your life is crowded with so many activities. Chasing after that and so on. That is one of the first signs that you, don't, you are not involved in God. And I say, life without God, without the help of God. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You are interested in your connection more than God. When you get up, the first thing you do is to check your WhatsApp. And then the calls you have to make. And the people you have to contact. They are more important than a God that, who, who has given you breath and life. I don't know why you came to church. I'm dialing your number where you are. Are you still in church? I said, are you still here? We have crowded our lives with so many activities. We have made ourselves so busy, no time. But you have time for what you want to have time for. Yes, is it true or correct? You have time for Netflix. You have time for all the Nigeria movies. You have time to watch Manchester United, and uh, which uh, you have time. But when it comes to prayer. It is, you see, you have not said, God, I don't need you. But you have, said, you have said it without saying it. Spoken without words. Spoken without words. You have said it to yourself that, look, I, I, I can live my life by myself. I can live my life by myself. I don't have God. I don't need God to be included. Because I'm saying that because you've not even spent 10 minutes to pray you so from Monday to Sunday, Monday, when you get up, you're on your way. Tuesday, you're on your way. Saturday, and Wednesday, you're on your way. From Monday to Saturday, busy. No time to pray. And you are telling me that you need God. You are telling me that God is actually... God is not part of your life. My name is E A. T Saki. I'm talking to you right where you are. Can I continue preaching? Can I talk to somebody here? Can I speak to somebody in the church? There is a devil out there who has an agenda and who wants to crowd your days and your life with so many activities, so much that you will not have time to talk to the one who matters most in your life. When you don't pray, it is an indication. Number two, if you don't come to church. I just landed from the aircraft. I just landed, I just landed, I just landed. The, pla- the plane just touched down. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? Are you still in church? When you don't come to church, you have time. You go to work. Every Monday, you are at work. Tuesday, you are at work. Wednesday, you are at work. Thursday, you are at work. Friday, you are at work. Saturday to you at work. Sunday two hours you are complaining. It's a message to God. You are telling God something. I say you are telling God something. That God, I, I set you aside. I set you aside. Say, Bishop, why you say what you are saying? David was a king. He was a ruler he was a judge he was a husband he was a a father so many but David said "One thing have I desired that will I seek after that I may dwell in your house all the days of my life I'm preaching I said I'm preaching are you still here a lady called me a daughter called me she said Bishop I can't come to church I said, why? He said, I have a few chores, a few washing to do. I said, I wish you had a more sensible reason. Sensible. This are my words to her. I said, I told her that I wish you had a more sensible reason to give me. A more sensible reason. In other words, she doesn't have sense. I want to mention your name. I'm saying that not, not that's why I you know you say. I, to, I told her, my name is I, I told her, I wish you had a more sensible reason to tell me why you cannot come to church. The reason is that I've been busy the whole week. So Sunday morning, allow me, I shall allow you. Who am I? Pastor, that's is what I'm saying? Who am I to, I, I, I shall allow you, talk to God. You have time for everything. But when it comes to church and comes to God, I've been, I, I've been tired the whole week. It's been raining the whole of yesterday. So allow me to... It's a message to God. I that's what I'm saying. I don't know why you guys are quiet. Because you didn't come to church two weeks ago. That's why you're feeling bad. You didn't come last week. That's why you're feeling bad. I'll still preach and preach and preach and preach to you. You are giving God a message. You are giving God a message. You are not here two weeks ago. You are looking at my face. (laughs) Sit down quickly. Sit down. What a shock. It's a message to God. Somebody say amen. I mean, can you imagine if you have a beloved and then you, you 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 saw you see you don't talk to her one week two weeks three weeks you don't visit her you don't call her and say i love you liar 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 wow. i've been busy i have been busy liar number one liar you're too busy to spend five minutes on the phone with somebody you claim you love So, God, you know how much I love you. But get that Sunday. You see, I don't feel... I don't feel... So, I want to sleep a little bit. It's a message to God. I said, what? It's a message to God. What a word. What a word. Ask your neighbor, are you feeling guilty somewhere? Are you feeling... Are you feeling guilty somewhere? I mean, ask him, are you feeling guilty somewhere? Some of you, you come to church uh, almost with a lot of begging. Begging. Even with a bath structure standing by you, we beg you, the person has to go and fetch water for you to bath. The person has to iron your shirt for you. The person has to kneel down. Has to buy you your kegare before you can come to church. And then the person has to give you offering. Everyone will come to church, give me offering before I come hey ask your neighbor again are you feeling guilty somewhere are you feeling guilty somewhere what a word you see all I want you to do today you see there's something God help somebody shout help there's something called blessing shout blessing you see help or blessing does not have the name on it it comes from God but you see You've got to place yourself in the line of blessing. There's something we call a line of fire. When somebody is throwing fire, throwing arrows and so on. You see, the arrow is being thrown this way. If you stand in that row, the arrow hits you. So you're in the line of fire. In the same way, the blessing of God has no name. It has no name. It does not have Henry on it. It does not have Isaac on it. It does not have Genesis on it. It does got call the blessing. So you've got to place yourself in the line of blessing. Somebody shout aloud, amen. Place yourself in the line of blessing. May the blessing of God hit somebody here. May the blessing of God locate somebody here. May the help of God find somebody here. Shout your loudest, and say, amen. God will help you. I said God will help you. God will help you. You've got to place yourself in the line of blessing. Am I talking to anybody here? When you wake up, Make time and pray. Sundays, I'm going to church. No matter how. I am broke. I know that I will still go to church. because I want to place myself in the line of blessing. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? Am I talking to you? If I get up and ask seven people, is a man talking to you? Is a man talking to you? Talking to you? Ask them. Erica, ask your mother, ask your mother. Is a man talking to you? Hallelujah. There's a blessing coming for somebody here. There's a help coming for somebody here. The grace coming to somebody here. The hand of God is reaching out to somebody here. May you be in the line of blessing, in the line of favor, in the line of grace in the land of divine involvement. sorry, yeah. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? Number one, when you don't pray, you are saying, God, I don't need your help. You have not said it, but you have said it. Doctor, do you understand? You have not said it, but you have said it. The whole week you haven't prayed. You are sitting in church. Are you still here? Church, Coming to church is a chore. You come once every month. You come once every three weeks. You come when you're in a good mood. Do you think God will help you when God's in a good mood? Do you like do you like that? God is the God that He's always in a good mood. That, that that's the difference. But I'm saying that God is throwing a blessing. The blessing is being thrown. May you be in that line. Do you understand? It's in the line, is when you pray when you are involved, David, David was a great king, but he said that one thing have I desired I will seek after a day in the house of God is better than a thousand elsewhere what a word what a word number three another sign that you don't you don't need God is when you don't pay your tithes we can share the grace and go home I said, we can share the grace and go home. Somebody just said, "Ajay, because the thing is hard. <laughs> yes. What am I saying? I'm saying that if you don't pay your tithes, you are saying, God, I don't need your involvement in my finances. Because he said, Bring in all the tithes and the offering and try me, try me, try me and see whether I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You don't know what blessing is. You don't know what blessing is. You don't know what help is. That is why you think that when you pay your tithes, you are doing God a favor. You can't help God. I say you cannot help God. Should I should I stop so preaching? I'm told I have twelve more minutes, or so, or nine minutes. You'll leave. Thank you very much. Amen. Christ yeah. says, "Are you still in church?" Yeah. Reverend right Chris Thompson. Yeah. What a shock! You come and stand in front. Can I have a card? Tight card. Anybody's tight card? If you don't have a tight card, I suspect you. Anybody's tight card? Yeah. You stand in front here. You deserve the best. You deserve the best. Your salary is 1,000. Tight is 100. But you have five CDs. You deserve the best. You deserve the best. Are you sure you should rather say you deserve the worst? That's why you must tell God. If you are not laughing, you are a suspect. I'm telling you, you are standing in front here. All of us are watching. You deserve the worst. That's what you say. God deserves the worst, not the best. I'm telling you, uh, it is your head that deserves the best because the wig you are wearing is your so tight that you are wearing on your head. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Yeah, God says, the jacket you are wearing, are you sure it's not your tight? The jeans jacket, it's not your tie that you are wearing. Are you still in church? Christmas, are you still here? The jeans top you are wearing. He said, oh God. You know, because I heard somebody say it. He said, after what I wear, I'm going to glorify God. So if I use my tie to wear, do my hair and wear, I just, I'm giving it to God. May God forgive you, all of you, your sins. Shout your loudest amen if you don't pay your tithes because god says that bring the tithes and then try me or test me or prove me prove me when you do this whether i will not open the windows of heaven and pour out you don't believe in pouring out you believe only sprinkling but there's something called pouring out may god pour out a blessing into your life may blessing be poured into your finances May your financial situation change. Some of you, all you know is your salary. But there's a blessing beyond your salary. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Oh, you explained, oh, I'm saving. Listen, where you are sitting now. If you decide that you want to buy a car, do you work? Do you earn money? If you decide that you will buy a car, stand up. You have a new car. Do you have the price of a new car, a new saloon car. Do you know the price? About what? $60,000. Now, if you decide that you will not eat uh, again, you are saving your salary, how many years will it take for you to save 60000 uh, They say after your funeral. That's when, that's when you, you drive the car. They say after his funeral, we'll come and we'll bury you in a car car made in the form of a coffee made in the form of a car. What a shock. Can you imagine if you never already you are slim? You don't have a beloved too. I mean, if you know God, you finish. You will finish. Anyway, I have a beloved proposed life for you. See me after service. What a shock. But you see, what I'm what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that it's not every blessing that comes from your salary inspector it's not every blessing that must come from your pay god has a way the bible said that the egyptian midwives god gave them houses they did not build clap well clap well clap well god will look after you god will look after you you are not going to use your money to be going to hospital, to buy medication, to go for surgery. May God keep you healthy and strong. May your tissue work well. May your organs work well. May every vessel in you work well. May God help you in the day. May God help you in the night. May God stand for you. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. Are you still in church? I say, are you still in church? I say it's not every blessing that must come from your salary. Yes. You are too limited. the streams of blessing. Streams of blessing that God is bring you away. Number four. Another another way that you bring yourself in the line of God's help is when you help others. <laughs> Number one, when you pray, you are placed yourself in the line of blessing. In the line of God's help. Pastor Sophie does it. Do you know what I'm saying? Stand up, let me see you. <laughs> are you still in church? When you pray, you are placed yourself in the line of God's help. When you no matter how situation is say, I will go to church. I will be like that David. I will go into an inquire. You are placed yourself in the line of God's blessing. Number three. When you honor God in your tithing, in spite of the funeral that you have. What a shock. Now place yourself in the line of God. Number four, when you help others. You see, God wants to help you. But God will bring people your way that you can help. And the help of God comes through people. I'm going to give you five ways of help and we'll close. Are you there? But I'm saying to you that God wants to help you, my dear little pastor. But God is watching how you are helping others. Yeah, there's somebody that needs your help in many ways. I'm saying in many ways. And God will look at how you are helping others. And God will say that for this reason I will help you. He that gives to the poor, lend death to the Lord. When you give, when you help somebody, you are, you are lending. Can you imagine when you lend? When you lend to God, is, I mean, you are lending to God. I'm telling you. Sometimes, somebody's good fees, you pay. I'm telling you. Sometimes, some of you ladies, look at your wardrobe. Shame on you who say that I don't have anything to wear to church. Your wardrobe is full. Too full. Any lady who has something you have not worn for six months, you have to give it away. I'm sure you are thinking very hard. Plenty of things that we have kept. I told my wife that if I auction her clothes, I can buy a three-bedroom house. If I auction her clothes. And so she was standing. I don't have anything to wear. I said, God will be angry with you. Don't, 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 don't speak like that again. Many of us have think that would be a blessing to others. It doesn't okay to you that you can help somebody. People need help. I'm telling you. So if you are wearing somebody's shoe, a shoe that must so you are wearing it. It's a, a my reverend, it's a it's a it's a habit I have acquired, I have learned and acquired. If there's no way that pass without me looking for I'm helping somebody, I'm looking for ways. What can I do? What can I give out? Who can I help? What can I give to? What can I do for somebody? I'm always and I can become my lifestyle. I'm looking for opportunity and looking for what I can bless somebody with. Somebody needs your help. I'm telling you. And God will help you based on your grace to help others. Your ability to help somebody. I'm telling you. To, some of us, we, are, we always receive, we never give. Never give to anybody. telling you are you still in church I said are you still in church yeah I'm saying to you that you want to place yourself in the line of blessing in the place of help God's help these are the things to do decide that I will help somebody without demanding anything back I'm telling you are you still there You are placed in a place of authority. Help to employ somebody. Give somebody a job. Open the door for somebody. Help somebody to have an opportunity. Do what you can for somebody. When you do that, you attract God's help in your life. Clap your hands for the Lord. Say amen now quickly, let me just give you the points and I close. What are the ways that God helps us? Number one, God's help comes by through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is called the helper. My helper. My
2: helper.
1: Is that a song? My helper. is, helper. My helper. is something
2: There is something that makes me come into your presence, my helper, my helper, my helper. Oh, there is something.
1: by giving us the Holy Spirit. He is the strengthener. He is the paraclete. He is the standby. When you are feeling lonely, God sent his Holy Spirit to you. May he support you. May he strengthen you. May he give you grace. Somebody shout amen. Are you still in church? I say, are you still in church? God will help you. I said, God will send the Holy Spirit into your life. Amen. Say amen. Yes. He will help you. I said, he will help you. Yes. Do you believe it? Yes. He will help you. Yes. He sent the Holy Spirit to comfort us, to strengthen us in a time when nobody is there. He's the our who stands by you, who speaks to you in a language that you can understand. Number two, God helps us by sending angels. I speak for angelic help into your life. Angels are known persons. People that you don't know. I mean, I'm talking about real angels. One day I was driving my car. I was driving and I think I was from an all-night. And it was a big ditch. You know, sometimes when you are driving, accidents they happen in splits of seconds. Sometimes you, you think you are awake before you realize you are dreaming i just, within, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds, I just realized, I mean, I just stepped on the brake. I saw a man standing, if this was a big pit, that my car could have gone in and just drowned like that. I saw a man standing there with a hand lifted. I mean, I was driving home. You know? My, the man had just lifted the hand and my car was moving because as I was asleep. I think I stepped on the accelerator, moving for the Suddenly, boom! The car just stopped. When I opened, the man was standing there. The man said goodbye and he got the man vanished. I didn't see the man again. I did not see the man again. I believe God sent angels. May God send angels to deliver you from every affliction, every plan of the enemy. Shout, amen. Are you still here i said are you still here god will help you god sends angels i said i said god will send angels. you see when abraham was in his house bible says that two men visited him the wife cooked for them she made a play and she made it for for the angels and they ate and the angels were very happy and said you have a child you see Bible says, some have entertained angels on our ways. God will bring angels your way, who will direct you and give you and guide you from every plan of the enemy. Number three, God helps us by sending men into your life. I was speaking to Bishop. Our Bishop, Johannes, I told him, that, look, the greatest need of every man of God is help. Not money, help. If God will give you helpers, I say if God will give you helpers, I'm telling you, God will send men into your life. Say Amen. Yeah. God has said other human beings. Sometimes you see somebody who will just like you. That's how it is. That's how help, the help comes from. For no reason, go for interview and say, "Oh, I like you. I give you the job." I see that happen to somebody here. In the name of Jesus when you work at a place where your boss hates you, your boss dislikes you when you go to work you feel your heart is you have palpitation your heart is beating because your boss doesn't like you but God will bring people here who will like you who say I will help you I will help you, I will do something for you, God will give you teachers who will like you and help you somebody shout amen God will give you employers who will help you God give you people in authority who will like you and help you. May God send help into your life. I said, may God send help into your life. May God bring people your way that will stand by you and support you and help you. Say amen. Shout your Lord amen. You talk to pastors and pastors will say, oh bishop, if I didn't have this man, if I didn't have this man, it is God's way of helping us. God will bring people. I'm telling you, are you still in church? I said, Are you still in church? When I was in Nigeria, one gentleman came and said, I want to build a church. I said, How much? He told me how much I said, This is five thousand dollars. He said, Cash down, paid it, build a church. I see God sending help into our lives in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout your loudest, Amen. Shout help. God will send help us. Help us into our lives, they'll make a difference. I said, They'll make a difference. Somebody will just like you for no reason. No one who likes you has a bad mind. Somebody will like you for a good reason. I'm telling you, are you still there? The last way of God's help is unexpected sources. Unexpected sources. God will help you from sources you don't even know and expect. Amen. Yes. Elijah was hungry. God sent bats ravens, ravens, birds to bring him food. Can you imagine? If you are thinking, do you think that you think of bats that are flying? They will bring grain of wheat, they put on the plate. Before Elijah realized, he was eating fried rice. Supplied by beds. May God bless you from unexpected sources. In Jesus' name, come and shout, Amen. Your source is not worth, that, 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 your source is not the only source. Your parents are not the only source. Your boss is not the only source. The unexpected sources of blessing that God is bringing your way in Jesus' name. I did hear your loudest, Amen. Unexpected sources. Hmm. Are you still in church? I said, What? Unexpected sources. Unexpected sources. What? sources of help that you don't know. You don't know. This door is closed. This door is closed. This door is closed. But a certain door is opening for you. I said, A certain door is opening for you. A certain door is opening for you. A certain door is opening for you. That God is opening for you. You're going to receive a check from an unexpected son. <laughs> oh, I thought I I, I, I prophesied to some. I get prophesied to somebody here. They're going to receive a certain help. They're going to receive an email, an email, a text message from unknown number, unknown number. That will be the door God's opening for you. I pray for you today that God will bless you from all of blessing. God will help you from all sources of help. Somebody shout Amen. Are you still in church? Are you still in church? I speak to you today. I speak over your life today. Heaven knows what you need. Amen. And heaven knows how to mix your need Amen. as you serve God, as you pray, as you come to church, as you honor God with your tithes to help others. May God do for you what you can never do for amen. yourself. Amen. Shout amen again. Amen. Shout amen again. Amen. Unexpected sources. I said what? My dear sister, not every blessing is going to come from your husband. There are unexpected sources of blessing yes. that will come to you. Yes. May you receive what God has planned Jesus. for your life. Jesus. May nothing stand in your way of your blessing. Amen. May you embrace the blessing of God. Amen. And may you see God's goodness in your life. Strike your feet and give the Lord a clap and a shout. Hallelujah. Lift your two hands up high. Everyone of us here, can we all stand? Those of you sitting at the back, can we all stand and lift your hands to God? When you lift your hand, it's a symbol, a symbol, and a sign that God, you are the one that I need. God, I need your help. I want you to pray to God for get two minutes and say, Lord, I want to place myself in the in the, in the line of help, in the line of blessing. What must I do? What can I do? What can I do for somebody? I want to be committed to your church. I want to honor you in my tithe. I want I want, to, I want to I want to I want to place myself in the line. Lift your hands and pray. For just two minutes, everybody. Lift your voice and,
2: and pray to God. Tell break on the number seven. Ina kona na number seven. Blessings from the strings I shout it to the other. Iya kora Father, all blessings from the strings of blessings. Ipa kosi yata. Arusi Blessing from the east. Blessing from the west. Blessing. Ikozi
1: yata. Raja nde labosa. Iman your too much with me, Father. We lift our hands to you this afternoon. You are the source of every good thing. The word say that every good and perfect gift comes from you. We refuse to look to any other source, and we look up to you. You know where and how your our help is coming. I pray that nobody here who came to this service will be denied of help. May nobody here be denied of help. May nobody here be denied of help. May nobody here be denied of help. Divine help in our home, in our marriage, in our business, in our spiritual, in our ministry. May we, may you, may you be involved in every aspect of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your blessing and for your help, in Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed. This Sunday afternoon, I want to pray with you here. Somebody invited you to come, and you came. Or you've been coming for a while. But in your heart. You know you are far from god you know you are far from god you are not sure your name is written in heaven this very moment as we all stand and close our eyes you say bishop i need god in my life i want to be born again i'm not sure my name is written in heaven this moment i want jesus to come into my life if you want me to pray if you want to give your life to jesus Lift up your right hand. Up high. God bless you. Lift it up high. This is the last thing we are doing and we're closing. Lift it up high. God bless I see so many of you. Lift it high. Today is a very special day. It's a day that salvation is coming to you. Lift that right hand up high. I want to pray for you. Father, look at every hand that is lifted. I pray, oh God, touch every one of them. Make them brand new people. Now, if you have lifted your hand up, I want you to walk from where you are and come to me right now. Come to me in the frontier. Just come. Clap your hands for them as they come. Come all the way from where you are. Come all the way from where you are. Oh, go ahead and clap for them. Go ahead and clap for them. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. lift your two hands with me all of you in front here lift your two hands up high with me and the whole church join us in prayer say with me heavenly father Heavenly Father. Say loud. Heavenly Father. Heavenly, Heavenly Father, Father. I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. I know I'm a sinner. I, I know, know I, I am a sinner. sinner. I believe. I believe Jesus, Jesus died for me. Jesus died for me. I confess Jesus. I confess Jesus, Jesus as my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. Forgive me. Forgive me. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. Wash away my sins. Wash away my sins. Make me your child. Make me your child i will save you i will serve you i will follow you i will follow you i will walk with you i will walk with you the rest of my days the rest of my days please lord jesus please lord jesus from today from today save me save me from today. From today. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. From today. From today. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. I am your child. I am your child. And I will follow you. And I will follow you. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. And I will serve you. And I will serve you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Thank you,
0: Father. Thank you, Father. For receiving me for now. For receiving me now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.